hashtag no music no intro it is wednesday is hump day ryan and i are struggling but we gotta talk saints we gotta talk bucks saints block party podcast preview feels like this is right now a team of like the walking wounded Mm. uh with the number of injuries that were on the injury report today on Wednesday. And now the Bucks injury report was more of an estimation because they played Monday night football. So they didn't have a practice. It was more like a walkthrough that said this, like it's early in the season, early in the season, but this feels like a very big game in terms of whatever team's going to potentially come out of the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr didn't practice. I don't know if it's for sure that he's not going to play on Sunday. I think there's a small chance he might try to play, bro. And it's like, don't know. Don't know. Hey, Kay's back in the, um, for this game. He sounds like he's been chewing at the bit, really ready, ready to play. Um, before yes, you dive into the dive into the game, you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe. We're almost close to getting, we got 50, about 50 away from 800 subscribers. 50 away. Um, and the big thing is because this is a home game, this is a game taking place in the Superdome on Sunday. Saints Block Party Podcast. We always try to get back to our community, our listeners, those who support us. So um, we're doing the raffle. Um, so all you have to do literally is quote, tweet, give the love to some po- the podcast, quote, tweet, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you do it, right? Give us love and just tell us why you became a Saints fan. That's simple. Um, the more social media platforms that you l- utilize, the more your name will be entered into the raffle, and then the yeah. raffle will be done on sometime on Saturday. Um, and that's it. Only so I'm not again. I gotta be gotta be clear with instructions sometimes with people. Yeah, bro. <sighs> Oh boy, I have, that's one thing I have learned <laughs> doing this goddamn podcast, bro. Gotta be clear. I'm not saying don't if if you're not if you don't want to be into the raffle. I'm not saying don't don't retweet, don't support support. All I'm saying is that if this, if you're showing us love with retweeting or whatever it is, just sit, you gotta you gotta let us know. We have a website, we have an email, DMs whatever and just say hey just a screenshot of this is what i did to support on whatever platform and you got to tell us either in the dm or you could say it you could tell us on the social media of how you became a saints fan that's it other people who can't attend the game that still want to give a love to the podcast and support please do please do but if it's just, if you're trying just to don't dm us you don't have to dm us about it yeah <laughs> no wait that's it that's it so um it's it's a big game. Like this is the like if you're a, a fan, like you you would would have an opportunity to go to this game for free. It's a big game. Depends on I guess how you feel about Jameis. If this maybe is a game you want to attend, but it's it's a big early game. Um, if you didn't, if you haven't listened, you know Ryan and I recorded a really good episode of what's plaguing the Saints offense this season. We recorded it last night. Was posted this morning. That that's a Patreon patreon only episode um highly highly suggest that if you have not heard that episode become a patreon dollar a month you can listen to it we we gave some insight in terms of 
what what we've seen, some things in terms of changes that could be made to fix the offense. And let's just start there, bro. We got to start. Start. I mean, we left off last night talking about the offense. Let's talk about the offense a little bit more in this preview pod. One would we I said it last night. One would think that with AK coming back, it would maybe help alleviate some of the concerns of the offense with a not great offensive line or offensive line that has not been playing great this to, to start the season. But it's it's just to the point for you and I, and it should be for most Saints fans, like until until we see it with our eyes, bro, like we're not gonna believe it. I don't want to talk about X right. and O's, I don't want to talk about scheme. I want to talk about the offensive line not getting beat and pushed back into the quarterback. Right. And given whoever the quarterback is playing enough time that they can make a read and throw throw a pass. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want to see. That's it. That's it, man. And the thing about AK is one thing he would be able to do, and it's up to Pete Carmichael and the quarterback, whoever's playing, is he can be a outlet to alleviate some of the Issues with the offensive line. Like Big even time. if the offensive line is not is getting beat a little bit, you will have an outlet there that can give you positive offense. You know, right. um, if put in the right situation. Uh, so hopefully that's what they do. But we just gotta see, bro. There's so many questions going into this game. We don't know who playing quarterback. Um, like, like it, James Winston is the whole thing. Like he don't target AK. If that's changed, I don't know. It would be such a dumb decision, even even, and you know how players are, man. Players are competitors. Like they they will try to play if they feel like they can manage the pain and 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 just and gut it out. And before you know, Derek Carr did not has like as a Raider, he did not miss a lot of games like at all. Like, mm. He had to be like hurt, hurt to miss. I think a game he missed as a two. I think he missed two games total due to injury. Right, and so. It would like to me if a player is advocating to play and he's hurt and he's playing behind that offensive line, like that's asking for a recipe for disaster, bro. Like that is asking to make a already bad situation fucking worse. And it would be very right. similar to the whole Jameis playing with a broken back thing. Like right. DA, at, DA as a head coach got to, got, if, if, if he's trying, if DA, if Derek Carr's trying to play, you got to say, man, Looking out for you, bro. Like, sit down this week. Like, we'll see. Right. We'll see what, how you feeling against the Pats. Sit, sit down. We got, we, this is why we brought Jameis back. We, we'll be all right. Because if not, because the, I, I, I don't know why it's like playing like a movie in my head, Ryan. I just see a, a surprise announcement on like Saturday night or Sunday from Sunday morning from Adam Schefter. Oh, in uh, miraculous news: the Saints quarterback Derek Carr is. You know, going to be on the field and, and start against the Bucks in a in a key divisional matchup in the NFC South, and like our offensive line, fucking he just gets fucking clobbered, bro. Just clobbered, clobbered. Bro. <laughs> you know, just... And look, from what I understand, with the AC sprain, it's not like you could re you, you could make it worse. Like it kind of is what it is, but still, bro, it's like you could hurt some other things, and it is we have too much going on right now that we're trying to fix to be worrying about. Structuring, structuring the game plan around a limited quarterback. Not to, you know, on a limited quarterback, it's like let James. But, but bro, the offense of already bad, bad enough, bro. You think? Right. 
So let James go in there, bro. Sit, Derek called you to sit down for two weeks. Sit down, uh, bro. Just, just sit, sit down, down. Get yourself right. Got a really good defense. You're going up against the Bucks this week and who who next week? The uh, New England Patriots. Look, two quote-unquote winnable games, you know, depending on, you know, a lot of other factors. But sit down, bro, and let them try to figure this out. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, bro, because it could get ugly with the way this offense has been playing. It could get really ugly in the dome, man. Like I was looking at the you game from last year, out, which bro. I was looking at the come game out, from bro. last year the way because I completely forgot about the game bro. in the dome last year. I just when, couldn't remember. When you, I was like, when you when you tweeted, I thought about. It, I was like, what? Happened? Like I I had no <laughs> recollection of that game at all, bro. <laughs> no, we did, we did a whole ass recap pod on it, everything, bro. Right? No clue, nothing, bro. But after re- watching the replay, I was like, oh, okay, I remember the, the Mark Ingram fumble. Uh, the fight between Marshawn oh. and uh, uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans, they both getting kicked out. Mike Evans got suspended. It was all kinds of stuff in that game. That kind of was like the turning point of the game. Yeah, yeah. That Jameis, uh, oh, the fumble was huge. Like that Muckring fumble, that was huge. And then uh, Jameis played like okay most of the game. And then like he started pressing towards the end. Kept yeah, throwing right. like. Shots oh, to Lave that didn't connect, and, it, and, was, and then intercept like interceptions. Did one of them get yeah, like, back all the way for a pit six? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, okay. He yeah, had three interceptions. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, was can, that, it was a game where it just it went to hell, bro. It just went to hell. Can I? I didn't say it last night on the podcast we recorded, but I wanted to say it on this one. What is with the offense's infatuation? And it has it has to be a play calling thing, and it's been driving me crazy this season, bro. It will be third and three. Third oh, and three, bro. Don't get me started, man. These niggas is bombing away on this. <laughs> what are we? Can we just get the first down? Get three yards. Get three yards, please. And, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the play call because I talked about it on the you know Patreon only podcast last night. Like the the play calls don't match the no. play, you know, like the down and distance. No, at all. Because a lot of times those deep throws is like the only thing they have. It's like because right. the, the the middle is covered. It's like it's not there's not like these beautiful options that's being created in the pass game to where you could get six yard on thirds and three. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just not happening. So that's what they need to do. Like. Cause those are low percentage throws, man. You throwing a you know forty yard bomb on third and three, it's low percentage, bro. Like let's just keep the drive going. Like you, like maybe all right. I'm gonna put Taysom in here if he gives me a yard and a half or two yards, and it's now fourth and one, fourth and inches. Right. The fuck are we gonna go for? Like exactly. It it it's it's been like a prevalent thing up to this point in the season. Especially, in the, it's it's also an issue, especially in the red zone, right? Like they'll get in the red zone, it'll be third and whatever, or second and whatever, third and whatever. I'm we are screaming it on the the live stream. Don't don't take any end zone shots. Just get the first down. Just, just the first down, the right there. Right there. going. Oh. Oh. Just oh. back to the end zone. Back in the end zone. Back in the end zone. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. I I I need a smart. Smarter football person than me to uh, to, to yeah, break it down to me. Like bro. I need it, Kurt Warner, 
somebody to break down the so, red zone stuff. To me, we, we, gotta get, we gotta get Greg Cosell in this bitch. Ooh, that'd be a good get. We, have, I mean, I know Greg busy, busy as shit during the season, but like, oh, yeah. Greg, can y'all can you talk? Walk me through this offense, Greg. Let's break it down. Why? Bro. Explain why is this so hard? Why is this so hard? No, you got no, Mike no. Thomas, Jimmy Graham, Chris Olave. Uh, now we're gonna have AK. And AK was a red zone just weapon for you, monster, bro. And for some reason, it's just you know, it's just not working anymore. Now, um, any, uh, I kind of deviating away from pessimist, the pessimism and negativity. Are there things offensively? that you are kind of maybe excited to see this the Saints offense going against this Bucks defense if if the this Bucks defense may be missing some key pieces. So B of A was a, a, a do not an estimated do not practice Devin White. I believe it was one of the uh Carlton Davis or like and again this it's Wednesday so it's early ish but in any anything you there's no key matchup I'm keen on, but I like I like Saints skill position players just versus just about anybody. Like Right. I like the players, bro. Like I like I think they could win against most defenses, bro. Including the Bucks. And the Bucks don't have a bad defense. I think uh I think Chris Olave, even if, you know, Carlton Davis is playing, I think he should um he should be able to eat. Um I think Yeah, he's yeah, Chris Chris Olave's Game is the type of like receiver that gives like Carlton Davis fits. Like he does well right. against like the MT types. Physical, yeah, he does. But like, like speed shift, like that's yeah. what he, he doesn't. Um, Mike Thomas should do his thing in this game. I, I you know, I would love to. I can't. We keep talking about it every week. Can we get this Jawan Johnson train going, bro? Can we do something to get this Jawan Johnson thing? I know. Fantasy owners going crazy. We probably thought they got a steal in the, you know, eleventh round of the fantasy draft, or whatever. I know they're going crazy because why are we using this guy? You know, and he looks fine to me. It's not like I don't see him doing anything wrong. He had some targets um, in the Green Bay game. One like Jameis was kind of threw the ball inside when it should have went outside. One was like a issue with the way the routes ended up. So it's like, like just fix it, man. Like let's get. Like Pete Carmichael sit there and draw up five plays for Jawan Johnson that you could get through it to in the game. You know what I'm saying? Two of those being in the red zone. Can we do that? (laughs) Jawan, like, I mean, just to just to bring it back full circle, Jimmy Graham's dominance in his peak and prime made the Bucks draft Mark Barron in the top ten of the draft, bro. Straight up. They had no answer for Pete Jimmy Graham. No answer. No answer. Not just think about that. That you had a player so good, not a quarterback, like an offensive tight end weapon, that another team in your division draft used a top ten pick on a player specifically with the mindset that that player is drafted to shut down an opposing division. Like I'm not That's saying crazy. Jimmy Graham is that version of himself. But no. Jimmy Graham could go across the middle and fucking catch a catch a fucking pass, bro. Like, right. he's a, like he's, can we can we use, can we use Jimmy? Can we use? He's him? still six six and two hundred, you know, sixty pounds. Like, you know what I'm saying? And can like, we can we stop? This is something that's very annoying to me. 
it, it reminds me back when Mark Ingram got drafted early in his career, and it was such a fucking tell, and defenses picked up on it early. He was no he was no threat in the pass game, nothing like that. So when Mark Ingram was on the field early, his first like two-ish, two and a half seasons as a Saint, every defense that they went against knew it was a run play. Knew it was a run. Every time. Every time. Every time. And then he'd go off to the side and running back comes back in. And then it's like, oh, it might be a run. It might be a pass. They're doing this thing where they're bringing in Jimmy Graham and Keith Kirkwood. Mm -hmm. And on a vast majority of those plays, because they're deemed as run blockers, it's a obvious key and tell to the defense that it is a run, that it's going to be an offensive running play. Right. If I can pick up on that shit and I'm just, Joe Smo at my house. What do you think fucking opposing defensive coordinators are doing and telling to their fucking defense, bro? Like, exactly. can we get some variety? Just some variety. Switch it up. Switch it up a little bit, you know? Just, just, just turn her over, bro. Just, just turn, turn her over just once. I, just maybe break out the missionary, turn the lights on, <laughs> use a, a red light, something. Like, spice it up. Because it's not working <laughs> right now, Ryan. Um, and one, will, one thing I did notice, uh, very quick, one thing I did ahead. notice from the game last year is we were running the ball real well. Um, like it's a pretty good like run defense, like a, a defense yeah. that typically like shuts yeah, down like, the run pretty decent. Mark Ingram was averaging like five point eight yards a carry, something like that. Um, somebody else was running real well. Like, look, Pete, say what you want about Pete, man. When Pete Andrews Pete came in. The running game did start to improve a little bit. It was you it know, was noticeable I, as hell, man. It's to the point where I think, bro, like as as Uh-oh. somebody who's been hard on Andrews Pete, I think even when Caesar Reeves come back, I think you gotta pick, keep Pete at the at the left guard spot, bro. I didn't see like I put him in the hearse, didn't put him in the hearse. But he hadn't been doing he that for a while though. He was he wasn't put him in the but I'm saying he was playing left tackle last year. Right, and he was fine. Like he was okay, was great, but it was fine. So you'd think he'd be able to handle left guard, and he just wasn't good at left guard, bro. This year, like, and to be fair, nobody's been great at anything. But when I saw Pete this past week, I was like, man, Pete, Pete was fine, bro. He was bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, so honestly, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix. Like, I just keep Pete in there until he get injured. You know, <laughs> Pete on Pete. You know what I'm saying? So hurts him, baby. It ain't like you got to worry about his job or anything. You know what I'm saying? Hurts be back in there. But it's just like. Well, I, it'd, be the, it'd be like the, the most Pete thing ever, bro. He go he go out there against the Bucks, like have like the the best like interior interior guard PFF grade this <laughs> this upcoming week, bro. Like just opening holes. AK, like we, AK look great, bro. And next, he, he not even active for the past game because. You know you can see it, bro. Just <laughs> clear as day. You can just see it. Um, I feel like okay. So I feel like we're not we haven't really hit on Jameis, you know, because that's kind of the elephant in the room. How how can I'm gonna ask you this? How can Pete help out Jameis Winston as quarterback? Look, you bring him in, you sit down, and you formulate. Our offensive plan with Jameis. We go to the plays that Jameis likes. We go look, look at the tape. We look at tape from Tampa. We look at tape from 
with Sean Payton when he, you know, whether it was 2021 with Sean Payton. Nigga, I'm going to Florida State. I'm going to Florida State. We look at everything. I, we try to figure everything, out. Everything, bro. You, what do you like? What did, what what makes you, you know, and we figure that shit out. We hash it out. And we also keep in mind that the offensive line is struggling. Um, And we try to find offensive plays, three-step drops, quick get-the-ball-out plays that will work in this offense. And you go and you practice them. You practice them. You do them in walkthroughs and all that stuff. You work those things out. And that's how I'm doing it, man. Like, I want, you know, I want to throw the ball in this game. You know what I'm saying? I want to run the ball too, but I really want to throw the ball. And I want to develop a rhythm and let Jameis get a rhythm, man. Let him control this game. Uh, I want to give him flexibility at the line of scrimmage. Right. Like, I want to be able to for him to be able to go in there with three plays. He is not a dummy. Like, I, if, gonna, he, if he gets stuck in, the, it's stuck in a play that doesn't look good, I want him to be able to get out of it. Right. I want to bring a little a little thing that was very noticeable in the preseason. And obviously, it, it would make a lot of sense because, you know, at this point, Jameis was, was a backup. He wasn't practicing with the ones or what have you. Jameis had a lot of good chemistry with A.T. Perry, bro. Bring him out. Bring him out. Bring him out. I don't know if they're going to do it, but – I'm just, I'm just saying, like, and then it'll just throw a little, it'll throw a little curve to the Bucks too. The Bucks. Like, who's this guy? You know what I'm saying? Right. Then so, you bring AK out there. It's like, oh, <laughs> it, it, it's so funny because, like, to us, it in theory it feels so simple, right? And I, and I, I want to be honest and mindful in in expressing that if it was that simple, it would be fixed by now, right? But I think for for us, just as as fans, it the way that the offense has been has it feels like it's like deja vu. And this is like the third the third year of it being deja vu. And we were so like this this I won't say <coughs> mirage of hope in the offseason, but God knew you know it, it was all Andy Dalton related. Now we brought in Derek Carr. Offense is gonna be better. And he's he's played Obviously, better than Andy Dalton. He's been and what have you. He's probably overall the you know he's probably been disappointing to some degree. But like like we've said, like the biggest thing that's been really hurting this offense is the offensive line. And there's no no one coming in off off you know outside you know, off the street that's going to magically fix it. Like it has to get fixed with the people in the building. And if it doesn't, it's, it's going to be a long season. Like we we can continue to have this fucking preview pod no matter what fucking team we're talking about, bro. It don't matter who the team. Yeah. But until that shit gets addressed and get that shit gets fixed, it's going to be the same conversation. Absolutely. The, only, I, the thing that I, I do wish that, again, this thinking of ways that could help the offensive line, offensive linemen hate pass blocking. Like, they hate going backwards. They hate getting in this, their set because something just – you're naturally – it's not what you're naturally used to. Now, I right. know I get it. This – they have not been great at, at run blocking, but like you said, and like we've all noted, when Pete got in the game, there was a very noticeable improvement with the run blocking. So if Vita Bayer may be out, bro, like my got my game plan would be a little different. I'm saying I got AK, I got Kendra Miller, I got Tony Jones Jr. Bro, I'm I'm running it. And when opportunity presents itself, take a shot here and there. And just kind, of, I would manage the game that way, with the expectation that hopefully my defense can do well against a Baker-led right. Bucks offense. And in theory, that works, except when it doesn't work. Like, <laughs> right? 
Yes. Like, I think I, I saw the stat. I think Triplett put it up. Um, in the Green Bay game, they had 13 runs on first down, and like 10 of them was for one yard or less. So now it's like second and nine or whatever. Nine, it's right. Like, and now you got to throw it, or you, you try to run again in the short. Now it's nice third and long. It's it's like you can't run offense like that. But I agree with you that they have to try. Like they have right. to make a concerted effort to try to run the ball and 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 feast, bro. Because you can't live like that, man. Where it's third and long on every you know every series. You know what I'm saying? It's hard way to live because that's how your quarterback get injured. <laughs> and can we can we? Stop with the whole let's let's wait until the second middle of the second quarter to start using Taysom Hill. Can we please can can we please can like, we use him for first fucking series, bro? Why is he not involved? Why is he not involved, bro? I use him on first down. You know what I'm saying? We have problems on first down. Let's first, see what Taysom I'm, can I'm do. using him the first play of the game. Just coming out with it, bro. Just from the gate. Like Make we we up. shit. <laughs> I'm not saying play the game as a start. I'm just saying start him at the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> this, um, this is crazy. It is. It is. It's funny because like they're we're talking like this. These niggas are too. Bro, one, what I, I was thinking about though, you know what would be just so spicy though that James just has a game like a nice four touchdown game. I would love it you know, for the the win. I would love it for win. the boy, but uh, man, my God. It's gonna be insufferable. No, it's gonna be insufferable. Can't do it. You know what? You know, I'll say this: if it, if they get the win in a in a division game against an opponent that they for sure need a win against, that's gonna help them in the NFC South, bruh. That's what that's what I got a block button for, right? That's why God <laughs> created the block button. Exactly. You know what, Jameis? Go out. Give me a four or five touchdown. Game. Oh, I Look love great it. Like, dude, I love bro. it. I I love it, me man. I just I'd be oh, happy for him, honestly. But damn, the so conversation much. would be. Oh my God! <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> um, yeah. let's flip it over. Talk about this Saints defense going against this Bucks offense. Obviously, there's the always spicy headline matchup: Marshawn Lattimore going against Mike Evans. You have Chris Godwin. Uh, Paulson Adebo did not practice, um, so I would probably assume if that that's the case, then it may be very similar to how it was um, against Green Bay. We didn't bring this up; we need to bring it up now. White Knights back, baby. Not not the hero we wanted. Oh, the hero we needed. My God. Yeah, Daniel Daniel Sorson, baby. He back. He 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 gonna get him one. He gonna get him one on Sunday, bro. Then he gonna play. Yes, I, on against bank, well, Jordan Howden has the 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 thumb thing or the finger, right, right. So I don't. I'm not saying Daniel Sorensen is going to go out there and like start. I think probably it'll be Lonnie Johnson, you know, instead. And Damn. you know, Sorensen, we was we was know. deep in that position. Now it's like, damn, <laughs> that damn. Like, more, more. Mar- Marcus Mays, where's this nigga at? Like, how how many games? <laughs> damn, come on, come on, back, bro. Um. I'm excited to see. It's exciting to watch this defense. It, it and that's it feels like that feels like a weird thing to say, but like this defense, and I get it. They had two meltdown of drives against 
the Packers. And if you're going to call yourself like an elite, great defense, like you got to make those stops. Point one, make them stops. Got to make them. So can't really call them elite until we see that. But they are a very good, almost elite-ish defense. And I still maintain that there is a Super Bowl winning defense. Mm-hmm. That said, I, and I get it's Baker. I just I love I love the the like the the macho ness, like the like the animosity, like against like the Saints secondary and the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, it, it, oh, I just I love it. Love, I love it. Love it, bro. Um, Bucks offensive line gets the Saints interior. You know, game, game plan defensively. If I'm DA, it's man, you you hit you get Baker off track and you and and what have you and like you might be. You, it just depends on what Baker you get, which you never know. Which is kind of never funny because he he has a very and I'm not. I don't want to throw this comparison out there. I'm not comparing the two, but like sometimes his game of just how he plays is kind of similar to Jameis's where it's like mm-hmm. when he's on, he's on. And when he's off, he is off. Absolutely. And, and he, look, he has, he's a gamer, bro. Like he's a he guy is. that when he gets rolling, he looks good. Like he, does, he was, man. went number one overall for a reason. Um, and his first season was as a rookie was really awesome as a rookie. So like he can put together a game or two where it's like, damn, you know, he's making all the throws. He has right. a nice arm. He's has mobility and all that stuff. But then, you know, like more times than not, he he's doing some dumb stuff. Um, he's, <laughs> you know, he's scattershot in the pocket. He's, he can be inaccurate at times. Uh, I'm like really interested to see like, cause last year they moved Mike Evans around mm-hmm. and, and Lattimore didn't shadow him. Like, we love to do just not shadow, um, and you know Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans going against. I, I don't even remember who the backup corner was because Adebo wasn't playing. Mike Evans was eating uh, him up. Are you talking about the Packers game or last last year? Last year at Tampa. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try. I don't know who it was. It wasn't a latte. I, I don't know who it was playing. I, or maybe Roby. I don't know. Whoever. He he was eating him up. I'm I'm hoping if 
they move Mike Evans around this game. Two, at, three. At least have the at least have two three to shadow the guy because him like Mike Baker Mayfield Mike Evans they own it like Baker Mayfield like look I'm throwing the mic you know what I'm saying right. I don't care who covered him I'm gonna throw the mic and see what happens so don't let that happen don't let that beat you take away Mike Evans we can figure out Chris Godwin or some of the other guys but not Mike Evans man like don't let that be the reason you got Blattimore covering some junkie no. You put him on Mike Evans. <laughs> a donkey, like, Ryan. It's a donkey, bro. Straight off the street. Cause just because he play on that side of the field. You know what I'm saying? Like that's stupid to me. Like you put you put your dog on their dog. Period. Period. I, mean, I think that was that was such a big and a and a and we didn't really hit a, hit on it enough in, in the recap pod for the for the Packers game or even the one we did last night, the the Patreon pod. That was such a big gaffe by DA, right? Yeah. Like your defense had was was reeling and the Packers didn't have that many weapons in their arsenal, but the the one few that they did have was lined up against Isaac Yankum. And listen, Isaac Yankum, bruh, he played out like if you just go back, he played an out fucking standing game against the Packers. Like I was like, who is this nigga? Like he was just on the street. And that and that, I think that kind of goes to like coaching that goes to Joe Woods, but and sir, towards the end of the game, he was getting kind of ate up by Romeo Dobbs, and it's like, you, you you can't put two, three on this guy to maybe Jordan Love can't go that direction anymore, and it was that that's a coaching thing, right? So, to your point, like, we don't want a uh, a, a, a reappearance of that happening in this game. Right. It's funny, though, because every time that this kind of iteration of the Saints defense plays the Bucks. The player that has like Mike Evans, I feel like that that matchup is always kind of like a stalemate. So the matchup I always is like who is covering Chris Scott. Like that yep. that to me is always the matchup, right? Yeah. Um if Adebo can't go, um I would assume I would assume it would be Alante, but also Chris Godwin also plays the slot a lot and Alante yeah. didn't play the slot, the slot. It was, it was. It'll be interesting to see who's covering um, Chris Godwin. Yeah. Um, because if if Lattimore takes away Mike Evans, then obviously Baker's kind of next read is to to go to that. Um, the Saints did. I won't say they struggled with Luke Musgrave against the Packers, but he, you know, Luke Musgrave had a pretty good game against them. Bucks have a, a young tight end that they drafted, Cade Otten. Um, but I just, I want to see, and I do think this was something that kind of played a factor against the Packers is that that field was so terrible. That field was so bad. I do feel like to some degree, it did neutralize the Saints passion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Like they couldn't get the foot in it. It, it <laughs> kind of made, it kind of made it an even playing field. I mean, that said, you could, you would say that it should have worked reversed, <laughs> but, but. Yeah, right. but look, Green Bay got a good OL too. Green Bay offensive line is is even with without Bakhtiari, it's a good old, old offensive yeah, it was, line. But now that you know they're going to be in the dome, going to be on be on the dome on that field. I I want to see the defense doing how how they start the season, getting to the right. quarterback, interior pressure, getting in Baker's fucking face, making it difficult. Brian Brzee, give me some Brian Brzee. I, I think he might have. I might think he could have a, a big game on Sunday, bro. I think he could. I think he can. Get in Baker face? Come on, man. 
little oh, short. Linda face. Face. Oh, Linda Face. Oh, Linda Face. Um, I, I want to see Groupie have like a, a little bounce back game, right? I don't want to, like you said it, man. You don't want to see that miss 46 yarder linger. Yeah. Bounce back. Uh, Matter of fact, if we get a 46, I want him to kick it. Like a, like kick that 46. We go, I want him to kick another 40 plus yarder. With, with just to get it off the mat. Just to yeah. just get it back, bro. Build him up. He's a young kid. You know what I'm saying? He is. Yeah. Uh, give me your, your prediction for. Uh, who, who, can I ask who is the Bucks running back? Like, I like is it Rashad, Rashad White? Like, Rashad White. You got Chase Edmonds. It's you know, it's not like going. It's been mainly Rashad White. He averaging like three point one yards per carry. It's it's not a good run game. Um, um let me just before since we're we're on it really quickly, I just wanted to Sean pull up Tucker. Their offensive. Wait, did they move Tristan Worst from right tackle to left tackle and I completely missed this? Oh, shit. I had no idea. Um, yeah, it looks like they did. I mean, something that Man. that does, I won't say it, it, it worries me, but like going, kind of going flipping back to the Saints offense, like the Bucks still have, regardless, you know, they may not have a lot of start. Like, they may have some missing starters that don't play on Sunday, but the Bucks still have some speed in their, in their defense and in their front four. And I just, I want to see our offensive line be able to either lean on their, their defense or be able to counteract their speed because it like speed and, and, and shit has been given the, the Saints offensive line fits like absolute fucking fits. Um, also, also, like if I'm, you know, if I'm, uh, what's the head coach name? Um, Todd Bolt, Todd, Todd Bowles. I'm sending that heat on. If Jameis playing, I'm sending that heat. Oh, you, boy. You, you know, he's sending the bruh. I'm sending that heat. And then, and if I'm Pete Carmichael, because Todd Bowles is known to send heat, I'm like, all right, come at me. Gonna let my star running back just go right to the middle field mm-hmm. where, where y'all four yard. Four yard catch might t- might turn into a twenty yard reception. Like th- the game within the game, bro. Like right. I don't I don't need we going forty yards down the field. Like right. But it's this game is gonna be so fascinating, so fascinating for just a multitude of reasons. Um, and there's a lot of factors going into it. Give me your prediction. Who we we gonna go three and one and sit up top sit up top the NFC South. Oh, for for my dude Joy, I'm gonna stay on the bus, bro. Uh oh. And and say the Saints win. We score over twenty points. Twenty four. I say twenty four seventeen. Twenty four seventeen Saints win. You know. Okay. Um, I'm on the bus. Still on the bus. L- little hiccup last week. Little little. Like a like, well, New Orleans fucking potholes are not fucking little. That that a pothole in New Orleans will fucking just the bus will fucking not run. Take you out, <laughs> take you out. So, so just a little, little speed bump, just a little speed bump. Think they win on Sunday. Uh, gonna go twenty to seventeen. Twenty seventeen, they win. Um, probably in dramatic lad like. Bat, either they'll kick a last minute field goal or the Bucks are driving and they shut the Bucks offense down. Yeah. 
time the game up. So we're on the bus. We we saying that they gonna go three or one, and we'll we'll fucking go from there. Like, not nah, yeah, man. It might become the voices is gonna be chirping, bro. Like it's gonna start if they uh, it's coming. It's coming, bro. It's and it, coming. You can't you can't control this division. The Bucks. And the, Come on, man. The Bucks with Ben. Hey. We thought the niggas was like purposely taking all of us. and it might be hurt. Oh no, you can't. You no, no, no. You can't drop this one. Bro. I don't care. I don't care if Jameis is that quarterback. You can't drop. If they it. do you drop can't. it. Hashtag oh. give me the Johnson. Uh oh. We, oh, we we back. We back. Hashtag give me the Johnson, man. All of it, bro. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want a little bit of all. What at all? Anyway, thank y'all for listening and supporting us. Uh, we got a couple of new Patreons these last couple of days, so thank y'all. Uh, thank I just you. wanted to give a, a audio shout out. It's eleven o'clock, so it's still who that homo's birthday. Not only is it who that homo's birthday is our dude Dan and, and the UK's bir- or birthday. Dan's coming over from the UK to meet us at the meetup for the Bears game. Um, two great people. Um, we actually had Eric on the podcast when Taysom, like the first Taysom start. Um, oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Damn, two great people. I was I recorded that at a. I, I think we were traveling. I think I recorded that at a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was driving driving to, to, to Lubbock if I remember correctly. I was yes, I was driving to Lubbock, and I was probably like in New Mexico or Arizona. We recorded it. Um, but thank. Just just giving love to those guys. But anyway, thank y'all for the support. If you want to be in the raffle, please just follow those instructions. Please. Really, really simple. If you got if you got all the social media platforms, do it on every single one of them. Like that, if you do it on all five you got, you in you're in the raffle five times. I think it's gonna be a very entertaining game that if you're listening to this and, and you can attend, yeah. Try, try to go. It'll be it'll be fun. Um, it's in the dome. There's there's nothing like it. So nothing like it. Send us a DM, show show us like a screenshot or or whatever you support in the podcast. It, it don't even have to be the preview pod. It could be the Patreon Patreon only pod. One of those two. Just showing love and boom, you're in it. And then also you gotta tell us why you are a Saints fan. If you just tell us like I just love toxic relationships and it's, and I'm a DV victim, <laughs> then we would understand. We would it's understand. <laughs> Thank y'all. We will be back on Sunday. If you're a Patreon, as always, we'll have the live stream going. If you're not a Patreon, or if you're our Patreon, you can be in the live stream. If you're not a Patreon, we put it live streaming to YouTube every Sunday um, for the live stream. And then after the live stream, after the game, Ryan and I will have a rapid recap reaction to Buck Saints, talk about the outcome. And that's it. We will see what happens this weekend. Thank y'all for the support. Season's already flying by. Continue to support us. We truly appreciate it. With that, we're out. Peace.